Hi family, welcome to the PIWC Accra podcast, where we are inspired, challenged, and equipped to possess our spheres of influence with principles and values from the Word of God, preached and taught powerfully by anointed and seasoned men and women of God. We believe strongly that this word will bless your life. So do not keep it to yourself. Share it with someone you know needs to hear it. On today's episode of the podcast, Pastor Kingsley Day speaks on the topic, Let the Fire Fall. It is our prayer that the entrance of the Word of God would bring light and impart understanding to your heart. The message for today, be blessed. In the New Testament, several images are used to represent the person and the work of the Holy Spirit. Even in the Old Testament, we see that fire is used to help us to understand the person and the work of the Holy Spirit. And one of such images or symbols used to represent the person, the work of the Holy Spirit is fire. So in effect, we are talking about the Holy Ghost. But from the Old Testament, primarily, fire represents the presence of God. So what we are seeking to do is that let God's presence be so real and tangible among his people. And as we have said, primarily the fire we are talking about from the Old Testament perspective symbolizes the presence of God. Now, in this life, if you do something and you don't have the presence of God accompanying you, you will struggle. So, therefore, if you have come to your wit end, this is the day and the opportunity for you. The fire will fall. That means the presence of the Lord will be so real and active that you will now not struggle any longer. But you will achieve with ease. So we see, for example, in Exodus chapter 3, verse 2, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a blazing fire from the middle of a bush. Moses stared in amazement. Though the bush was engulfed in flames, it didn't burn up. This is amazing, Moses said to himself. Why isn't that the bush burning up? I must go and see. Somebody is coming to see the fire. When the Lord saw Moses coming towards or to closer to look, God called him from the middle of the bush. May you hear the voice of the Lord calling you from the fire. Moses, Moses. Here I am, he replied. So that was the very presence of God. Moses didn't know that where he was standing, God wanted to get closer to him. So God appeared in a burning bush as fire. And it was so amazing that it attracted his attention. Fire attracts. The very presence of God, it has some attractive grace. When you have been engulfed of the fire, you will become very attractive. May the Lord engulf us, saturate us with this fire. So that from hence, you and I will be attractive. The church of God is going to experience some fire that you will not even speak a word. By your very presence, 
will attract the people. May you attract the right people. Hitherto, you have been attracting a lot of wrong people into your life. Wrong business partners have been coming your way because there was an absence of fire. I see you on another pedestal, spiritual pedestal. God is making you so attractive that people cannot just avoid you. So primarily, as I've said, is the presence of God. In Exodus chapter 13, verse 21, we see God when he took the people of Israel from Egypt. And because fire symbolizes his very presence, he walked with them. The Lord went ahead of them. And God is going to go ahead of somebody hearing my voice today. He guided them during the day with a pillar of cloud. And he provided light at night with a pillar of fire. Listen, we are living in a very dark world. We need a certain light to give us illumination. And that light is provided by the fire. So God, his presence in a symbol of fire guided them through the wilderness in a pillar of fire by night. When darkness catches over you, the light will appear through the fire of the Holy Ghost. Oh, hallelujah. So the fire of the Lord accompanied them on their journey. In this journey of life, you will not be alone. The fire will be with you. Number two, fire is also a symbol of purification. Fire purifies. In Zechariah chapter 13 and verse 9. And I will bring the third power through the fire. And will refine them as silver is refined. And will test them as gold is tested. So God, through the prophet, is saying that God chooses sometimes to refine his people, to purify them. You know, to get gold, gold must go through some fire. And when gold in its raw state passes through fire, though the fire is so intense and gold particles may feel the heat, but it is for its good. After it has gone through the fire, you will see the beauty of gold appearing. After this fire experience, when we have gone through it and the fire has consumed all the chaff and the weaknesses, people will now see your own beauty. Hitherto, you were just like a veil was covering you and nobody ever proposed to you. But I see a certain fire coming towards your direction and it will remove the veil and make you very accessible and very glorious. Oh, hallelujah. So fire is a refiner and we declare in the name of Jesus that the Holy Ghost fire will refine us. Some of us need some refining. We need some refining to bring us to a certain level where we can be attractive. So God, through his word, is going to refine us. So fire is also a refiner. Somebody shout and say, fire is a refiner. In Proverbs 17 and verse 3, the Bible says, the crucible is for silver, but the furnace is for gold. The Lord will test the hearts. So the fire, the furnace we are passing through will refine us and refine our hearts. And make our hearts so clean to receive from the Lord. I love this one. Isaiah 48 on the refining experience. Verse 10. Isaiah 48. You have never been good listener to me. You have a history of ignoring me. A sorry track record of fickle attachment. Rebels from the womb. But out of the sheer goodness of my heart, because of who I am, this is God speaking, 
I keep a tight rein on my anger. That means I will sustain my anger. And hold my temper. I don't wash my hands off you. God is saying that I will not just wash my hands off you. Do you see what I have done? I have refined you, but not without fire. Is somebody hearing my voice? Do you see what I have done? I have refined you, but not without fire. That means without fire, you can never be refined. That is why we need fire to refine us. This is God speaking to us that he is ready to refine us. Well, we thought that we were okay. There could be little foxes that spawns the vine somehow. But hear me and hear me very well. God himself, knowing where he wants to take us to, and knowing the capacity and the potentials we have, he will not wash his hands of us. But he will surely refine us. May somebody receive the divine refinery from the fire of the Holy Ghost. Oh, hallelujah. So fire is a refiner. Number three, fire is judgment, punishment. We know about Sodom and Gomorrah. But I will not dwell much on that because that is not our focus for the week. But hear me in Genesis 19, 24, you can write it about judgment. In fact, fire will be the final destination of people who will not hear the word of God. In Revelation chapter 19 and verse 20, God has prepared lake of fire. To bring judgment on people who will be repugnant to his voice and his message. But this fourth one, I love it. Fire is about the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Fire also means the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Let's listen to Bishop John the Baptist. In Luke chapter 3 and verse 16. Let's listen to his prophecy. And that prophecy is for somebody. The fire is for the anointing of the Holy Ghost. John answered them, I baptize you with water, but one more powerful than I will come. The tongues of whose sandals I am not worthy to untie. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. All the other Spiritual properties about fire imply. But more emphasis is on the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Baptism without anointing is annoyance. You blow in tongues, which is a symbol of baptism of the Holy Spirit at Pentecostal, classical Pentecostal and charismatics. We believe in that. The classical Pentecostals especially. That once you speak in tongues, you are baptized. That is the surety of baptism of the Holy Spirit. But blowing in tongues... Without an accompanying anointing, which is the fire, is annoyance. You make noise. But God is setting you ablaze. Not just baptizing you, but baptizing you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Which is the anointing that makes the difference. Because it is the anointing that breaks the yoke. So you can be praying in tongues, but still having some yoke. But unless the fire Unless the fire, unless the fire, unless the fire. So John said, I can help you up to a point. But there is somebody who is coming. And that person, when he comes and he gets in touch with you, and that is the messianic encounter. And I suggest to somebody, 
through prophecy like John prophesied that some time ago you were an anointed some time ago you operated without a certain anointing but it's coming a day and that day is from today always God is raising an army fully anointed with fire to challenge the status quo and to do exploit for him if you believe he said yes so John said, he will baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. But scientifically, fire produces heat and light. Wherever you see fire, heat the inside. And then light also the inside. What does this suggest to us? Heat will give you some warmth. And you see, when you have flies in your house and they are disturbing a certain food that is cold, they will enjoy. But subject the same food to heat. The flies will find their level. I'm saying that fire produces scientific and by scientists see that it produces heat and light. And the heat it produces is when sure no unauthorized entry is permitted. So once you are fired up and you produce heat, Holy Ghost heat, nothing can threaten your life. Is somebody hearing my voice? I mean, if you don't understand it and you don't agree with me, ask Paul, Apostle Paul. He got that sticks when he landed on the island of Malta. And then, as he was gathering the sticks, an unauthorized entry happened. A viper entered into the fire. By that time, the fire has not been set up, least. But when Paul set the fire ablaze, the heat that he produced, the viper checked out. Any unauthorized person will begin to check out from your life. In the name of Jesus. Is somebody hearing my voice today? I speak into your spirit in the name of Jesus. Things have been allowed in your life for far too long. But I see God uh, fire you up uh, and produce spiritual heat uh, that will make the devil very uncomfortable and enemies around your life so uncomfortable. Those who are preventing you from having a successful marriage, those whose duty is to ensure that you amount to nothing. Hear me and hear me well. After this fire and the production of heat from the fire, everybody that does not matter and will sit you in weariness and desperation will begin to check out because the fire will produce heat. The fire will produce heat. I see heat in this place. I, 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 I see heat all around your workplace. There are some people, they are just a terror and threat to your life. I see the heat through the fire. Coming, coming, and coming. And you know what? In that scripture, I think in Acts chapter 29, in that scripture, the people in the town, when they saw, that the animal was shaken up from the heat because of the heat. It went straight to the hand of Apostle Paul and touched him. When it touched him, he didn't know that this was just a physical fire. The firewood fire was just a physical fire. But the actual fire lived on the inside of Paul. So it left the heat produced by scientific, scientific fire and attached itself to the original fire inside Paul. 
The Bible said that people were looking and wanting and waiting for the death of Apostle Paul. Because when this kind of viper beats you, we give you just 20 seconds. You are dead and gone. But they waited for one hour. They waited for two hours. Probably waited for three hours. And Paul was still standing and probably blowing in tongues. Is somebody hearing my voice and pray in the language of the spirit? Abrakata Paul was praying and the people were waiting and said, What is this man doing? You are bitten by a viper and here you stand. Open your mouth and speaking some languages. What can this language do to you? And Paul was so adamant because he knows that the fire in him will produce the right heat. Somebody lift your voice and pray, and the heat that will be generated will do the magic. Hey, Paul gathered a pile of brushwood and as he put it, in other words, they say firewood, and put it on the fire. A viper driven out by the heat. The viper was driven by what? By the heat. Fasten itself on his hand. When the islanders saw the snake hanging from his hand, they said to each other, this man must be a murderer. People have given wrong description about you because of your current circumstances. But they will rewrite their notes. Their notes will be rewritten. The history will turn around. Things will turn for your favor. Because of the fire. So, for the, though he escaped from the sea, justice has not allowed him to leave. That was their thinking. But Paul, but Paul, shook the snake up into the fire. My friend, my friend, I am not dead. Don't celebrate yet. There is fire on me inside, on my inside. Don't celebrate yet. I don't even want to kill you. You belong to the physical fire. You don't even belong to the spiritual fire. So Paul shook him back into the physical fire. And the animal got back. Because the animal was run away from the heat. Now, he didn't send him back to the heat. He said, go into the fire. Is somebody hearing my voice? So that is why Elijah, the prophet. Elijah, the prophet. In 1st Kings chapter 18, having experienced in his lifetime a very challenging situation. Ahab, the king, Virtually driven God away from the kingdom. And brought bar worship. His father Omri, the Bible says, did more evil. But Ahab did more than the father. Because he did evil equivalent to his father. Plus, bringing in Jezebel into the equation. So virtually, 
the people of God were worshipping Baal. And God raised a Benjamite by name Elijah. And I hear God raising somebody from your family. You see, the Benjamites are warriors. Benjamin is the last son of our father Jacob. In blessing his sons, he blessed his son. Benjamin, his youngest son, and said, you are a warrior. And you will defile your prey. So you check from history of the people of Israel, all the great people raised by God as army were from the tribe of Benjamin. Ehud in Judges chapter 3 is what? Saul, the first king of Israel, is also a Benjamite. And I know that Queen Esther, that God used to turn the tables around, also came from the tribe of Benjamin. And I know these are four powerful warriors from the, that I discovered from Scripture. Apostle Paul. Apostle Paul. They are warriors. And that is why this year the theme of the church is what? Equipping the church as an army. So by faith, we are better minds. And we must be risen from chaos to destroy the works of the enemy and to set a new kingdom of righteousness and holiness on the land. There is too much corruption on the land. Just as it happened in the life of Ahab. But God was preparing a certain army from the tribe of Benjamin. And his name was Elijah. Elijah from nowhere appeared on the sea. Just as from nowhere in your place of work. God will raise you from nowhere. Because you are an army, a Benjamite, you will be risen. And you will be equipped with fire. We hope your heart has been quickened by hearing the word of God through this message. If you desire to accept Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior, please say this prayer with us. Lord Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God. You came to die because of my sins. I therefore accept you as my Lord and personal Savior. I will serve you all the days of my life. So help me, God. Amen. If you just said this prayer, we welcome you to the family of God. Are you looking to find a place of worship where there is relevant teaching, heartfelt worship, passion and action toward the unsaved, constant prayer, compassionate care for the needy, and honest Christ-centered relationships? Then join us fellowship at the PIWC Dome at the Accra Technical Training Center, ATTC Kokomlimli Accra. Join our Miracle Dawn service every Wednesday, 5.30 a.m. to 7 a.m. and our Friday prayer meeting, dubbed Cry Out, from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. For more information, contact us on 0208-779-774-0277-144-128 and 0502-444-814. You can also visit our website at piwcacra.org to know more. And let's get interactive on all social media platforms at PIWC Accra. Thank you. Until next time. We pray that you would reach out by faith and receive everything that's yours through God's grace. You are blessed.